0: Hello, this is Lee, and you're listening to On the Wings of Love, a Bachelor podcast. A Bachelor fanatics review and analysis of all your favorite Bachelor contestants. We are here. It is episode six, the finale of Listen to Your Heart. And oh my gosh, I was so excited for this finale. I think more excited than I've been for previous Bachelor seasons. Um, So just to give you guys an update how today's episode is going to go... We're going to talk, obviously, about the episode and recap what's going on, or what happened last night on the finale, um, and share with you our opinions of their musical performances from two musicians themselves. So if you... Uh, have zero musical background uh keep listening because uh, chelsea and i will go deep into that if we need to and uh more importantly at the very end of the episode we're going to give you updates on where they are now and what's happening with some of these contestants um things they've said in recent interviews and podcasts and magazines and um, some of them are going to surprise you so uh stay tuned Oh, my gosh. Chelsea, did you love last night's episode? Like, I, I was, like, on the edge of my seat literally the entire
1: episode. How did you feel? I-, I felt like going into it, I was very sure who was going to win. And then the trailers from the week before kind of threw me off. And then, you know, the, the trailer at the beginning of the episode. So I was, like, worried about bringing Chris. <laughs> I was, like, worried for them the whole time. So... I think it it had me like on the edge of my seat but in like kind of like a nervous way.
0: <laughs> but Yeah,
1: I think that's editing. No, it's it, editing. Of right. course, the editing because it was
0: so Jamie Trevor heavy this episode. Yeah. And I didn't understand why. I was like we've gotten a lot of Jamie and Trevor the entire season. Like even mm-hmm. if they win, like I don't need a ton more of them. Like I'm yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's that's just how I felt and I know
1: what you're saying cuz it like it almost felt like it was like dragging out mm-hmm. right yeah yeah it did and like i think i was so confident that brie and chris would do well and then the trailers made me nervous and then as i was watching it though like i started to understand like oh I, like you said editing like i think that it added to the story and gave us more conflict overall but yeah i was on the edge of my seat in a nervous way for most of it yeah <laughs> Yeah.
0: I think a lot of people were, I've actually read, um, several comments on the ABC bachelor page since the listen to your heart, like official page on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And several people are like, no, like, I don't like the results or like, oh, I was so confused. And anyway, we'll get to the ending, you know, mm-hmm. at the ending of the episode. But it just made me go like, guys, this is why they suck you in. It's all mm-hmm. editing, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I kind of feel like with this show in particular, like, look, this is not the bachelor where there's one bachelor and 25 women. This is like several different couples. And we want one couple, not three couples to get engaged, but one Mm -hmm. couple to win. Mm -hmm. And we want to like rally behind one couple at the end of this. So like, give us a good edit of that one couple, like show us a lot of that one couple. And Mm -hmm. anyway, I don't really think it was fair in the editing that they didn't show enough of. Our winning couple. But anyway, let's get to the episode. Um, yes. I'm sure everyone listening to this know who won. But should we just say it?
1: Yeah. Ah! ah! Right. won! <laughs> so excited. Oh, my God. Me, too.
0: <laughs> I, I know that you yeah. and I both have been pulling for them from the very beginning. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I... I just been obsessed with them from the start. So I know we'll talk about them more later, but just like they have always felt very like genuine and Mm -hmm. they're both very sensitive. And, um, I just think they're just like, you know, real people. I could just see them. I could see like in my life, like rewind a few years Mm -hmm. meeting them in some sort of musical environment Mm -hmm. and Mm
2: -hmm.
0: them not having any ego Yeah. And having like no pretense of like making connections because they only have to further their music. Like Mm -hmm. I just sense like a genuineness of like, yeah, they love what they do. They love making music, but they're not just they're not making connections just to get ahead.
1: Right. And that's really rare in the music industry. Totally. And I also can picture them like being like a Chip and Joanna Gaines in kind of a weird way where they like work together too and you see them work together and like yes they love each other but they're not like lovey-dovey all the time they like know how to just like get stuff done and do their jobs and like bring something broader to it feels like both of them feel like they have something to share and that's exciting too to kind of like see them grow and work together and write music together and um, have kids and like be parents and also have the this work that they're like bringing to the world so I'm excited to see to like follow them I hope I hope that they stay together and it you know turns into some sort of empire for them
0: wait wait, hold on first of all (laughs) what do you mean I hope they stay together they will stay together I feel it in my bones (laughs) um I actually if you guys want to check out our podcast Instagram page I just put up a meme Um, I'm not even sure if you've seen it yet, but I compared them to Trista and Ryan Mm -hmm. and I truly believe they are like the new golden couple. They are the new Trista and Ryan. Mm -hmm. And uh, like, I don't know, to me, that's a big thing in my opinion to say, um, Trista and Ryan are the original like OG bachelor couple because the first bachelor did not pick, Well, he picked not Trista, but another girl. And they broke up like six months later.
2: Hmm. So
0: then after his season, Trista was the next season. She chose Ryan. And not even a year later, she and Ryan got married. So they were the first success story in the entire franchise. Mm -hmm. And then it was honestly several years, (laughs) which is sad, Mm -hmm. several years until they had another couple get married from the franchise. So they've always been the golden couple. Um, they're both so sweet. They've lived out of the limelight. They live in Colorado. They have a family. Um, I mean, they make bachelor appearances, but mm-hmm. they just are, they just are genuinely in love. And like, yeah. it's She's talked about how hard it is at times and mm-hmm. the sacrifices they both have had to make, but they, they want to make their, their life work together. Mm-hmm. And I just see that with Chris and Bree. I don't mm-hmm. even see it as like a question in their mind. They're like, mm-hmm yeah, I'm shocked I found you. Of course, we'll make a life together. Like, yeah. duh. Like, it's almost like, I, I love later in the episode, she brought up, um, this was so cute. How much of a stranger do I feel like to you? Like, like, <laughs> and what percent mm-hmm. of a stranger am I to you now? Mm-hmm. And he was like, zero. Yeah. Like, honestly, like zero. And I just, ah, mm-hmm. that's so great. That's mm-hmm. such a wonderful feeling when you're like, I know you are a stranger, but like, like intellectually, I know mm-hmm. that, but like, you don't feel like a stranger one ounce. Like yeah. there's not one ounce of that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so sweet. yeah, I know mm-hmm. they are so sweet. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's yes. get to the episode. Yeah. So, um, all right. So basically Chris Harrison, um, flies everyone to Nashville or mm-hmm. you, you could say the production
2: flies. to Nashville. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Everyone goes to Nashville. They leave Vegas for Nashville. Um, it kind of looked like they were on a private plane. I couldn't tell if this was a
1: private mm-hmm. plane or mm-hmm. commercial jet. Did you hard see that to, too? Hard to tell. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it did. Cause they were walking up the outside.
2: It, yeah. it seems smaller
1: at least. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who, I, maybe it was a commercial jet,
0: but I'd be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I feel like they're getting the royal treatment is mm-hmm. the moral. Decision. Um, and so they land in Nashville and I don't even know what performance venue that was. They never really like said. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, they didn't. It looked like, like... I watched it twice and I was like, I don't even know where they're performing, yeah. but it was big. It, it was a big, like huge audience venue. Like um, an opera house. It
1: had lots of tears. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, whatever. Someone, if you're listening, you know where they performed, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I usually am the expert on this stuff, but I, I couldn't tell where they performed, but, yeah. uh, you know, not perfect. Mm. Um, so whatever, they get to the stage and Chris is there and he just told them that, like, they would be performing at, at this venue. And um, I love this little speech he gave. So I'm going to read it all, read it out for you guys. He said figure out if you can leave this stage and truly spend the rest of your lives together. He said, so I can't impress upon you enough that both of you are on the same page. The whole point of this was to give one couple their dream, love commitment, music, everything. Make sure you can check off all those boxes. And as always listen to your heart. (laughs) Um, I actually think that was a really good script to share, um, for us as the audience and for them. And that like, they're constantly driving home this point, like the whole point of the show, even though unbeknownst to them, right. They just signed up for a television show with music. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) They knew there was some love aspect, Mm -hmm. but, uh, he's driving home the point. The whole point is that it's going to be one couple. They get everything. Uh, This couple needs to be in love. They need to be committed. And then they're going to make music together. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, that clearly has Matt a little nervous, which we'll get to. Then they all go to the Hermitage Hotel, famous hotel in Nashville, and they get the presidential suite. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, this hotel is not my vibe. So if you love it, that's great. I just, like, uh, it just seemed, like, outdated, you know? <laughs> but I don't know. I'm sure they got some deal from the Hermitage. Like, I feel like people nowadays more, like, the urban chic look. And so maybe – this hotel is not getting the love from tourists anymore. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, we gotta like sell this to people more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The presidential suite looked, yeah. Like dusty and old. <laughs> so yeah, it seemed like furniture, but like, yeah. it was still like,
0: I don't know. Yeah. Very colonial looking.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, so anyway, so, what? okay, let's get to the song choices. So, here are the songs they get. Um, so, Jamie and Trevor were assigned Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers um, and Speechless by Dan and Shay. So, I want to make this point. I've noticed that, like, the songs they're giving everyone are from two different eras. And by eras, I mean, like, times, like, decades mm-hmm. in culture. So, like, their first song is a country song from 1965. Their second song was a pop song from 2018. So, which is totally Trevor and Jamie, right? She's totally country and he is very pop. Mm-hmm. So they're very, they're, I can tell like they're catering to the vocalist. They're catering to their natural styles. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like trying to make this easier for them, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought those were probably pretty good songs for them. And then Brie and Chris get Make You Feel My Love, which is a Bob Dylan song. And that's a folk song. Um, I know Adele did it recently, but originally this was written as like a folk song and he gave it to Billy Joel to sing. So Billy Joel made this popular. Um, and then they also got, uh, give me love, uh, the Ed Sheeran song. And that's also like, kind of like a folk singer songwriter type song. So mm-hmm. both of these songs are kind of like very much Chris and Bree style, as mm-hmm. far as we can tell, mm-hmm. um, kind of like folky, like singer song writer type
2: yeah.
0: um, and then Matt Rudy uh, their first song was Whitney Houston's 1985 Saving All My Love For You and then there's which is an R&B contemporary song mm-hmm. that is totally Rudy contemporary mm-hmm. R&B
2: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, like she just has the voice for R&B mm-hmm. and then the second song kind of an interesting choice because I don't see either of them as a country artist and it is a country song so the second song was "It's Your Love," which is was sung by Tim McGraw and Faith Hill in 1997. Um, it is country, but I could see how you could make this song easily pop,
2: mm-hmm.
0: just in like the styling of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think pop fits Rudy and Matt as well. Mm-hmm. So anyway, just to note, like basically Jamie and Trevor get country and pop songs. Bree and Chris get. Um, folk singer songwriter type songs mm-hmm. and Matt and Rudy are getting R&B and uh, pop mm-hmm. so they are all very different genres yeah. and I think that's important to note mm-hmm. that like whoever is doing the song selection is you know kind of setting certain people up for success like Rudy yeah. would have killed singing Whitney Houston for example yeah yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: definitely and I think the other girls were like, I'm so glad we didn't get Whitney Houston. <laughs> yeah. but um, could, Yeah, yeah like I don't it know. It was selected just for them, all these songs, yeah. Right,
0: like Jamie was like really excited when she heard that Rudy had the Whitney Houston song. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know how Brie felt about the first song when she's like, oh, make you feel my love. She's kind of like, okay. And then they get give me love. It's just like, okay, we can do that one. That one <laughs> one's good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was interesting, like, watching their reactions. And, yeah. um yeah, I related to this. Like, what were you thinking when you were watching all this?
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we've we seen them do this every episode almost, um, where they get their song selections and kind of, like, wrap their head around, like, how to make it their own and, like, you know, how they can show their love while they're doing – or their how into each other they are while they're doing it. And so um, – it felt like more of that same but just extra pressure and like you could see Matt's face was like like the love of the Tim McGraw song when they pulled that out I feel like his face was like ashen he was like oh gosh okay this is getting serious um I saw like Chris's like speech flash into his head like okay, like, do, am I in love with her? I'm about to sing this song about love. Like, these other people are, like, clearly in love and have said it to each other before. Like, I could just see all those wheels turning while he was, like, processing, like, should I do? And, and probably also knowing that, like, Rudy's going to kill this. Like, we would kill it. We would do such a yeah. good job. But is it the right thing to do? Um, right. And he was, like, yeah. ugh, just tortured, I could tell.
0: Yeah, and that's a great point, like, I think as a singer, like, you know, your type, you know, the songs that fit your voice and you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like, for example, like Rudy is not going to be a folk singer, but Brie would be a beautiful folk singer. So like seeing this, I'm thinking, you know, like, I don't know. I just related to them. Like they are wanting to sing the types of songs that fit their type
2: mm-hmm. so that
0: they shine the best. Yeah. And, um, from a, like commercialized marketing standpoint Matt and Rudy's songs were perfect like Mm -hmm. oh my god they would have rocked it's your love and everyone would be like swaying and like Mm -hmm. I could just see it now like that would be a great song to like jam to Mm -hmm. them singing that song yeah however Mm. you know I I think Matt listened to his gut so Mm -hmm. anyway he's stressed out Rudy kind of freaked Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. um And I actually like really appreciated that he had the fourth right to like pull her aside and talk to her. Mm -hmm. I'm going to vouch that production had something to do with this, that they were like, do this before the fantasy suite date. Um, Mm. For whatever reason, maybe they thought they don't want to rehearse the song and then go to the fantasy suite. And then I don't know, like, Mm -hmm. I I really wonder if this was like more Matt or more production on like the timing of him, like pulling her aside. Mm Um. Because from Mm. a production angle, it's like, no, we have two great vocalists. We would want to hear them sing these two songs. And we would want to give, like, Brie and Chris a run for their money. Mm -hmm. But I also could see production being like, dude, is this really fair? Like, are Matt and Rudy really going to stay together based on our ITMs with Mm -hmm, Matt? Like, mm -hmm. we know he's not in love with her. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, like, how they pushed him or didn't push him. But, um. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I don't really have much more to say about that, but yeah, unless you do. But, uh, so he, anyway, he Mm. sits her down Mm -hmm. and he said that like getting to sing with her has been the best musical experience of my life, which I think is a really bold statement and he's 32 years old and he's been professionally singing for a very long time.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and if you guys don't know, like this is his full-time job. He's in a band. He plays four to five times a week with his band. Um, Like this is how he makes money. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I know like Ryan O'Neill, for example, was not professionally a musician full time Mm -hmm. before the show, Mm -hmm. but like this, this was Matt's full time job. So Mm -hmm. I I think that's a bold statement. Yeah, And I I think he would have meant it if he said it. Yeah. Um, And I love that. He said, he's like, I just feel like such an idiot because I can't get to the point that these guys are at. And I don't want to do something that's disingenuous. Um, So I totally appreciate that from someone who watches obviously all of the bachelor. Mm There is plenty of disingenuous moves that happen on this show. Mm -hmm. And like we see so like Jed Wyatt, like dating Hannah Brown the whole way through. And then even like, Oh yeah, I love her enough. I'm going to propose with a guitar and like pretend that I'm in love with her when I have a girlfriend at home who thinks I'm still dating her. And then like, You know, that's just Mm -hmm. the icing on the cake. But Mm -hmm. there have been a ton of disingenuous people on this show. And I'm so grateful that Matt was not. You know what I mean? That he just, like, could recognize in his heart that, like, it would be disingenuous to, like, overplay his relationship with Rudy. Mm -hmm. And, yes, they. I don't think they would have overplayed it. Because Rudy made a point that, hey, we don't do anything fake. So, like, I hope you're not calling everything before now fake. Yeah, Which I appreciate she said that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was kind of like I would feel slightly attacked. Like, hey, wait, are you Mm -hmm. saying like what we have been doing is fake? Because like I'm not faking it. So like. Yeah. And then he's I just I don't know. It was such like. There was so much like intensity Mm -hmm. in their conversation. And I feel like they always have intensity. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just their energy together, which is so magnetic to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, And. Yeah, anyway, so, like, he basically broke up with her, and this really reminded me, like, so before she ran off to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. and he's, like, breaking up with her, it really reminded me of Astrid and Kevin on -hmm. Bachelor in Paradise. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember their breakup, but, like, Kevin sat her down in the Mm -hmm. cabana, and it was, like, literally, like, the last day before Fantasy Suites. Yeah. And he wasn't willing to go through with it, and she was just, like, totally caught off guard, like, um... (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. Hey, there's no problem with our relationship. We've both have been honest. And in his mind, he was like, no, but like I should be like saying, I love you at this point. And he wasn't ready to say, I love you. Mm -hmm. And so I think he was like kind of warped with like where he should be. Mm -hmm. Um, and also Kevin had been on the show. If you guys don't know too much about Kevin, Kevin was the original like winner of the first bachelorette Canada. So mm-hmm. he got engaged the first winner uh, the first person on who did a bachelorette in Canada. So he's been engaged on this TV show. Then he dated Ashley. I on the bachelor winner Games, mm-hmm. and they won. So like I've can, mm-hmm. I can understand where he was at. Like, Oh my God, I've been like been broken up with twice from these shows.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And now like, I'm supposed to be there with Astrid and like, ah, uh, like overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And that's just what I saw with Matt. I just saw Matt being like, I know this is a good relationship, but, like, I'm in overwhelm. And so, like, this is such a classic guy move to, like, flee the other direction when he's overwhelmed and doesn't know. And he feels like he has to make a decision. Like, Mm -hmm. there's an ultimatum.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Guys, like, do not like that pressure. And they go
0: the other direction and they leave.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. that It definitely felt like that to me. It, It also felt like, like, he... I mean, this is The Bachelor, you know, like people get engaged at the end of at the end of a show. Um, But time and time again, it's been like reiterated and those boundaries have been pushed by couples over the years where it's like, well, do we have to get engaged, though? Like we can make our own rules. And I think that's where Rudy's head was. Like we don't have to be anywhere in particular. Like we can be wherever we are where we are and just like show the audience and the judges that we care for each other and like just take it one step at a time. And I think in his mind he was like, but is that fair? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like that's such a good point, Chelsea. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Cause you're right. Remember the first night Rudy stepped up (laughs) out of the limo and said, hi, Chris Harrison. Mm -hmm. Like she knew who Chris Harrison won. Whereas (laughs) like Matt's the opposite. Like Chris Hansen, like who is this guy? (laughs) That's true. So you're right. Like Rudy has totally seen the bachelor. We all know that. Right. Yeah. Um, so if you're told, I totally didn't even think that you're right. Yeah. You know, she probably is thinking like our relationship, it could be like Colton and Cassie, like we can jump a fence and Mm -hmm. make it whatever. We could just be dating. Yeah. We don't have to get engaged. Yeah. You know, chill Mm -hmm. date. Mm -hmm. And, and he is like, I'm 32. Like, I'm going to walk out of here. And if we're in a relationship, it's like, oh shit, Matt's in a serious relationship. And like, everyone in his life would be like, oh my God, Matt, are you going to marry this girl? Like, what mm-hmm. the, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he would feel the pressure all the more and be like, ah, mm-hmm. fuck. And like, break up with her or something, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Excuse my language. But yeah, <laughs> I could, sh- yeah, I just, okay, I'm saying this because I do, I think I understand men's mindsets. Like, you know, I'm married, obviously you're married as well. Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
0: but I've seen a lot of men do this where Mm
2: -hmm.
0: one, my husband, one, one of our best friends did this. Uh, (laughs) and then plenty of another one of my best guy friends has done. So three guys very close to me in my life have done this to the women they love when things get really serious. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes they freak out
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and they're like, totally like they need to process mm-hmm. and really what they need is they need space
2: mm-hmm. it doesn't
0: mean they don't love you it doesn't mean they want to like break up with you forever sometimes it I, and so like I, I can kind of imagine in the situation with Matt I'm not sure if he wants to break up with Rudy and like they're never going to romantically right. date
2: mm-hmm.
0: or if he's just like I know we're not supposed to win this competition and mm-hmm. then be linked up forever and do a tour together and all of that
2: mm-hmm.
0: And therefore, let me be a little more authentic to who I am as like the singer in a band who mm-hmm. could date you in the real world, but I don't have to date you in the real world. Mm-hmm. Then he feels like the control is back in his mind. Yeah. Like he has more control. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, maybe that feels like a safer place for him to like be a little more in control of like how he feels and calling the shots of like what he does. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, that's... And I'm saying this truly from firsthand experience with three men in my life. Mm-hmm. Sounds weird, but like, yeah, it's very real. Like, guys freak out before, right before marriage or right before an engagement. Um, Not always mm-hmm. right before marriage. Usually, it's like before an engagement or before, before even before that. Sometimes, mm-hmm. even before it's like exclusive. Yeah. And it seems like he's freaking out before it's like exclusive.
1: Hmm.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you go, she runs into the bathroom. It's sad. Yeah. yeah I felt, I kind of felt like he didn't handle this well at
0: first. Mm-hmm. And then I realized after the editing of this, like this just could have mm-hmm. been editing. Yeah. It was like kind of like the Ari-Becca breakup. Like, oh, she mm-hmm. ran off and he's just letting her cry. And like, he's not considerate at all. What an asshole. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, they cut back in after the um, commercial break and he ran- went after her. And I'm like, Damn you, production! Like you're just making Matt look bad. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. he really handled this well. He yeah. he was looking her in the eye mm-hmm. throughout the breakup. Mm-hmm. He seemed very sincere. Yeah. Um. By the way, I loved his line. Let me say some stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Matt, who,
1: who educated you? I <laughs> know. And then she was no, like, that was at that point, funny. she that was, was like laughing, funny. like resentfully.
0: Oh, yeah. It was funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think she was like every girl everywhere in a breakup when mm-hmm. she's like, I'm mm-hmm. not trying to be mean. I mean, I can come across as a rude person. I'm just, yeah. I, I don't. Why am I apologizing to you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, every girl in America has been there when like you're an asshole in the breakup, you're being rude and then you're like apologizing for being rude.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> yeah. I mean, it seems like she... She didn't want to let him, like, air his side, like, like really explain himself. Um, but once he started to open up, and I think seeing that he was sad, he was crying, that he really did care for her, I think that just softened both of them. And they, I think, it was, it was beautiful to watch, actually. Like, once we got to this point, I feel like it dragged until this point. And then I was yeah. like, okay, yes, this is what we've been waiting for. Like, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it was nice that he obviously he said multiple times like, "I hope you know I really care about you," mm-hmm. and I'm trying to be honest. Um, he said, "I hope you know how much I care for you. It's more than you could even imagine."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so he, I feel like he really drove home that point mm-hmm. with sincerity too. Like I don't think they were just like words.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just like like you said, like he, it looked like he was like sniffling, mm-hmm. like holding it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And she could feel that, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. why she's like, okay, let's cuddle. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're sorry. I, I believe you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell she still likes him, obviously. Yeah. At least in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. It was it was a sweet breakup. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a real breakup breakup or if it was just like a, we shouldn't be on the show together. I don't know. But.
1: Yeah. I, it's so hard it to tell. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I feel like it with is.
1: all of the breakups, it's been like, wait, but are they still together? They have to get in separate cars, right? But are they gonna I- keep dating or what? Yeah. Well, he has said he said on his uh,
0: podcast interview with Caitlin Bristow that he and Rudy would be making music together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know when they're going going to be doing that or when they're releasing that, but um. Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, they are on good terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if they're dating. I don't think they've, like, publicly come out as they're dating or they're not dating.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but we'll probably read more in the next week, is my yeah. guess. I mean, but they I have, have
1: fans. That's they for have sure. so many fans.
0: Literally, she reached 100,000 followers before this episode premiered. Mm-hmm. And other people, like Jamie and Chris and Bree, the remaining people, do not have a hundred thousand followers. Mm-hmm. So it's just like Rudy definitely has a ton of followers. Um, mm-hmm. I think Matt will too, because I think they'll see, I mean, it was interesting. Production did not paint him as the production really liked Matt and, uh, wanted to tell their story in full. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I thought it was so great from an editing standpoint when they were exiting, they played Tennessee whiskey, yeah, which is one of the songs they sang. I mm-hmm. was like, oh, this is like great editing right here. Like yeah. this is a good moment that I like. They're like bringing it all together. Like mm-hmm. remember this couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wish they had given Ryan and Natasha that justice of like some sort of like sad ending and like, let's recap their relationship.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think they deserved it as well. But anyway, yeah. anyway, I agree. Rudy and Matt get like a legit goodbye from the show And now the first 30 minutes of the show is up. All right, let's get into the meat of the episode, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is the performances Mm and these couples. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, oh, I just want to note this actually too about their breakup. Yeah. And I know I told you this off air before we started recording. Um, I just feel like what Matt did here was really selfless. And as you said, like perhaps Rudy thought in classic bachelor format, they could break the rules. They Mm -hmm. could end up together, but like not really be in love, but like be figuring it out.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And I think he thought the pressure of like, we have to, we have to know we have to be in love, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, regardless though, he said a few times he didn't want to be disingenuous.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And when he said goodbye to the other couples, he just said, we're just stepping out. It just feels like the right thing to do. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And then he says, I'm so happy for you guys. I'm so proud of you guys. Um, And I was just like, so I felt like I was transported in that moment to being in that room with them Mm -hmm. and feeling that like energy of love and care for your other castmates. Mm -hmm. And it just reminded me of like being in a show, you know, like when you do a, a musical show, a play or a musical or anything and you're really close with your cast and like Mm -hmm. you genuinely care about the other people Mm -hmm. and you genuinely want them to succeed. And I'm breaking this up to say that like in the real world, I mean, I've worked in various industries as has Chelsea Mm -hmm. from everything from like nutrition to business to uh, healthcare to exercise, like what Mm -hmm. would you call that, Fitness Fitness, to hospitality. (laughs) To Yeah, design. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we both worked a lot of industries. Mm -hmm. And I would say that uh, artists have a unique ability to like, typically, they're very into intuitive. And um, they care deeply, you get a lot of like, really empathetic, Mm -hmm. uh, deep feeling people who end up being artists. And I just saw that in Matt here, I saw that Matt, you know, put others above himself and thought, you know, what, this is Bree and Chris's or Matt or Rob, sorry, Bree and Chris or Jamie and Trevor's time to shine.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like they are actually in love and that's the point of this. Mm-hmm. And this is not for me like this. Yeah. As much as this would help my career, this would be wonderful for my career and for Rudy's career. This isn't fair.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and if he was in any other field, if he was in business or in marketing Oh my God, heck no. Would he have done this move? Yeah. And that's the person he is. And Mm -hmm. um, I really want to praise Matt for that and bring up that. Like, I think that's just kind of the heart of a musician.
1: Totally. Yeah. It was very sweet. And Brie acknowledged that. She was like, thank you. Yeah. Like that's, that's really like a strong, you have to be like a strong person to like, kind of like sacrifice what you might want or, you know, what could benefit you for, like a greater purpose sort of yeah <laughs> totally the greater bachelor purposes
0: yeah greater bachelor purposes and other people's <laughs> <characters>, so <laughs> um okay so they leave mm-hmm. and all right now let's get to the meet um so they have these you know fantasy sweet dates um so Trevor and Jamie I don't know I, don't, I hate to say I don't have much to say here but like Mm -hmm. I don't know. I kind of knew intuitively they're probably going to sleep together. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're probably going to say bullshit. Like I'm falling in love with you and Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And all of that happened. Mm -hmm. So I really wasn't surprised here. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I thought it was sweet. At one point he said like, I feel like I've already won because I have you. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I just, I've never believed Trevor. I like in that moment, I was almost like, there was a point, there was a moment of me like, uh, do what? Uh.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I wanted to believe it. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, that's a bold statement. Like I feel like I've already won, but I didn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't really have much to say about their date. I mean, mm-hmm. good for them. I'm glad they were able to have some sexy time, I guess. But yeah. yeah. What did you think?
1: Yeah. It was a very typical bachelor date. They sat down at some you know, in front of some food that they never ate and (laughs) had like sort of cliche conversations about how much they care for each other, how this experience has changed them. And, um, yeah, I was kind of just like, okay, next ready for, and at this point, I think they had been really teasing Bree and Chris's like, like it, it, if I was just anticipating bringing Chris's date like I was like let's get to them because like I know Trevor and Jamie are just gonna say things to each other and like make out on a bed cool like let's let's. right we've all seen those couples yeah and they last for six months and then they break up so whatever (laughs) yeah I mean one thing I will say I think that she has you you've seen her growth a lot like when we see a bachelorette start you know like Hannah Brown for example we talked about this during her season like she started you know very insecure almost like nervous energy all over the place like looking at the cameras and producers like am I doing the right thing now like where do I stand what do I say and then to the end where she was just like you know sitting down like telling Jed like this is not okay like this isn't right what you did to me and like really and owning it and Yes. And also remember
0: the whole Luke P thing when she put the oh, yes. podium moved in the and was
1: like no leave. <laughs> yeah, so like very in control. Yes. And it's so fascinating to see growth like that and like a character arc almost and I feel like that's happened with Jamie and I think that's maybe why they highlighted it so strongly in the beginning, you know, she was one of the packages, maybe the first one in the very beginning. Yeah. Um and you could just see that she was like insecure, like worried and like crying right. after a bad performance. Like, totally. and they I love a good character development. Yes. Story. Yeah. And so it was, it's nice to see her feel more secure. Like you could even tell as they were going to bed, like, we're not nervous about tomorrow. And like that first her first performance, <laughs> we talked about it, She was like doing squats and like all these weird things with their arms and legs because she was like so nervous like full of all this nervous energy and you didn't see any of that and like even the night before she was just like i'm gonna go to bed i'm gonna be happy i'm excited like i feel confident so at the very least if it doesn't work out with him hopefully she keeps that confidence
0: Mm -hmm. yeah agreed i mean yes yay for jamie's confidence yeah um (laughs) so then brie and chris get a date Mm -hmm. and um he just said he sees them creating a life together. And, you know, then she asked the funny comment, like, how strangerish am I to you?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Loved that. I mm-hmm. just, that's such a, I mean, anyone, if you're dating out there and you've been dating someone for like a month, two months, three months, just ask that question. That's a great question. It is. How much of a stranger am I to you right now? Like, mm-hmm. is it still 50, 50? Cause then you kind of get a vibe on like like where they're at. Like mm-hmm. not so much like how you're doing if you're showing yourself to them, but like do they feel like they're totally being themselves around you mm-hmm. and that they, you know, I don't know, are connected to you. Yeah. Anyway, so they both said I love you. Um he called her B a lot, which I mm-hmm. thought was so sweet. Like it's like mm-hmm. a little nickname. Mhm. I heard him yeah. say it like four times. Mhm. Um and I just love how I feel like their relationship is it flows. Like mm-hmm. it's not like a I love you. I love you. Kiss. Like, it's like a produce kind of like you're watching something. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I love you. I love you. Like, it's just, it mm-hmm. feels very natural. Yeah. Um, yep. And um, so then they get the fantasy sweet card and she said that she wasn't in a rush to go anywhere. Um, and she wants to make sure it, like it being, I think sex or mm-hmm. intimacy, we could mm-hmm. say happens at the right time. Um, and she wants to, like keep what they have, which mm-hmm. I thought was incredible, just from her stance alone, like where she saw it, like, look, we're at a great place. Um, and I don't want to like confuse that. Mm-hmm. So like, and she she made it a point to say, like there's a time and a place for all of that. Like, mm-hmm. like in her mind, they're gonna stay together, mm-hmm. and there will be time. Mm -hmm. off camera Mm -hmm. to have intimate Mm time and to like connect that way and they Mm -hmm. don't need to like do it just because like the show has put them in this environment Mm -hmm. there in her mind she's like we're a hundred percent going to be together after tomorrow so like Mm -hmm. I don't need tonight in this like fancy suite to like consummate my relationship with you
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: he was uh, totally on the same page which I thought was like incredible to hear because mm-hmm. I didn't know he was in that that headspace. Yeah. Um, just to hear him say like he feels like the reason why they've gotten to where they are is because they're except they're not accelerating on the physical front.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's just like I love that he said this. He's like, I'm beyond, I'm once again just beyond happy that we really are on just the same page.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I was
0: like, literally like my mouth was dropping. Mm-hmm. Like Oh my God, they are on the same page. Mm -hmm. Like this is so rare, rare, Uh, yeah. so rare. Mm -hmm. Like, and this is how, you know, like shit, this is a sign. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, not like too much detail, but basically I remember the first time I told something serious to my now husband and we both remember this, we were like on our like fifth date or something. And I was like, look, you know what? I've kind of been lying to you about something. I need to be a hundred with you. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like I was lying. It was more of just like withholding the Mm -hmm. whole whole story. Mm -hmm. And I told him like my full truth. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, Oh wow. Like, okay, thank you. And then Mm -hmm. he told me his full truth. And then we realized like how on the same page, as far as like the progression of our relationship and both, what we both wanted out Mm -hmm. of life and what we both wanted like with each other was like, totally in sync mm-hmm. and yeah. we had been dating like, not even a, like a month and we were both like oh my god wow wow like whoa mm-hmm. weird confirmation you know like mm-hmm. we're totally in sync mm-hmm. and so I just I love seeing this moment for them
1: yeah her uh-huh. face like lit up and it, you could tell that she was expecting him to be respectful be at the very least yeah but you know like I think she knew like he'll, he'll respect me but the fact that he was like no, I agree. Like, I want to do the same thing. It was like, yeah, just beyond. He totally didn't
0: want to be physical. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which I don't know. I think, I think that it's just a maturity. I think it's a place, again, where they're like, they've been sharing with each other, like you, like your story you just told, you know, like, and meeting each other there and being each other's rocks. We talked about that before, too. And it's like, it's just really beautiful to see them, like, Every single time, we're just each other's rocks. Every single time, we're just here for each other and, like, supporting each other. And, um, yeah. But I I think they actually are... Not
0: only are they each other's rocks, I think individually, they actually sync up.
1: Yes. Like,
0: I think when you're each other's rocks, Mm it comes from a natural place of, like, what you want is actually what I want, too. So I'm not telling myself I want what you want because I want to be with you, but Mm -hmm. I genuinely... Want the same thing you want. Yes. Which is very yeah, different. I yeah. can't say that's been the place like Peter Weber in his final, you know, um who did he end up picking? Madison. No, he didn't. He picked um Hannah, Hannah Ann. Sorry. <laughs> I
1: was like, Yeah, he picked Hannah Ann and then he picked Matthew. Oh Whatever. yes, Hannah Ann, yeah. But like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So basically he was never on the same page as her. Colton and Cassie were never fully on the same page. Um obviously Hannah Brown and Jed were never on the same page. I mean, mm-hmm. there've been several bachelor people where like one person wanted the relationship more than the other person mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't see that here like at no. all, Yeah, like not even an ounce of like, I, I can't even tell who loves each other more. Does mm-hmm. Chris love her more? Does Bree love him more? I don't know. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> it just feels very even to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I totally
1: agree. Do you think so too? Yeah. And I'm so glad that it's not your typical bachelor situation where one of them has to be dating multiple people at once. Like I'm glad that we've got to see just the two of them from the beginning.
0: Right. Um, Right. It's refreshing. It's like,
1: it's it's refreshing. I mean, there's still some drama and they really built it up here. They made it seem like this conversation was going to be weird or bad. And it was like all purely wonderfully good. So I was like, after this scene, I I was like, shoot. Okay. I think we're going to be okay.
0: I know. You know, I did sense, though, they bring up the anxiety Bri had later of like, oh, shoot, like maybe Jamie and Trevor, you mm-hmm. know, obviously I'm going to guess maybe she's had sex before, maybe with her mm-hmm. like former fiance, or mm-hmm. maybe she's just, you know, being with him physically, at least making out the formal guy. Mm-hmm. She knows that's going to bond you. Yeah. So, I did sense her nervousness that like Jamie and Trevor would be so mm-hmm. intimately connected that therefore right. it would translate to them on stage. Mm-hmm. And she was nervous about that. But that could have been like something she said in one interview and they just right. like blew it up. Yes. They blew it up to like this thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, she's like freaking out. And like seeing her backstage with Chris, I was like, she looks so calm. Yeah. She looks great. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: totally yeah. normal. Yeah. They're like <laughs> so- cute and snuggly like just trying to get in they're both just trying to get in their headspace of like okay that we're is, about to do this we're gonna do it and such professionals too I feel yes. like Jamie
0: and Trevor backstage always have a, a more frenetic energy where mm-hmm. it's like sometimes it's high sometimes it's low like sometimes it's nervous nerves and sometimes they're like calm and it's just mm-hmm. like up and down mm-hmm. whereas like Chris and Bree feel much more steady yeah and like I'm obviously Chris and Bree win, but like, look, if you're going to go on tour and like have to perform for, for large audiences every night, you need to have a steadiness. Like, of course, you're nervous. Everyone gets nervous performing, but there's a difference of like the steadiness of like, you know what? I'm nervous, but like, I know I'm confident. Mm-hmm. I know I'm, a, I know I'm talented. I know I've prepared for this moment. Mm-hmm. I don't need to over like make myself nervous, basically. Right. Yeah. So I, I just sense there's a steadiness to the two of them that in the Mm -hmm. long run is better for like the professionalism that they need to have. Right. Have you ever been on vacation and just wish you had someone with a better camera, with a better eye who could capture that perfect photo for your memory? Well, now you can. There's an app called Flytographer. And let me tell you, they're freaking amazing. So I use Flytographer on my trip to Honolulu with my husband, and I cannot recommend them enough. Going on their website, I was able to pick a photographer of a number of photographers. I was able to see their past work. And then I was able to even pick the shooting location. Often the photographer would recommend other locations or time of day. And so in this one space, I was able to pick a photographer, see their rate, and schedule everything in one app. So with this code, you can book your fly photographer shoot anywhere in the world. I'm talking anywhere from Rome to Paris to Fiji, wherever you want to go. The code is Marilee Green. That's M-A-R-I-L-E-E, green with an E at the end. And with this, you can get $50 off your next shoot. So wherever you're going on your next vacation, use Fly Photographer, they're freaking amazing and you won't regret it. Um, okay, so the judges. So the mm-hmm. judges are Caitlin and Jason, so okay, just want to make this note I've been wondering from a budget standpoint if um (laughs) they're paying the former bachelor bachelorette people to be on the show Uh and or they're like we're not gonna pay you but like we'll pay for your dinner and a hotel night like Mm -hmm. I really do wonder because like Lori and Ari had to fly to Vegas and I'm Mm. sure they were like cool like a night away from our daughter like let's do it yeah but they must have done it with like you know, they must have had something in return. Like you mm-hmm. get a free night in the hotel and like dinner and breakfast. And yeah, I don't know. I'm wondering, I, I really want to connect with a pro- a producer and be like, <laughs> what are you doing for them? Like, mm-hmm. what did you pay them? You know? Yeah. Kaylin and Jason are local. So, I mean, this wasn't a hard right. stretch for them. Mm-hmm. They live in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was nice mm-hmm. to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. I, I, re- I think if there are any other success stories in nashville i mean like in a way i think it would have made more sense to have someone like a Jaden tanner or carly actually you know what they should have had carly and evan hmm. i hate to say that because like i love Caitlyn bristow
2: mm-hmm.
0: carly and evan also live in nashville and carly and evan met on the show and fell in love on the show yeah Caitlyn and jason fell in love off of the show yeah they didn't fall in love on the show Hmm. so like I don't know. I don't know if just why they chose Caitlin Jason over Carly and Evan or if Carly and Evan were busy, but I
1: was wondering um, if it had to do with her single being out. Like if if she wanted some more like promotion. Yeah, to use it as like Well I'm a, sure she wanted that, but like why did yeah production but why did production choose her?
0: her? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just think like Carly is a trained musician. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh and then sing on cruise ships for years, So, like, mm-hmm. she knows the performance lifestyle. Yeah. And then Evan is her husband who she met on TV. Like, yeah. they are a story from Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. So. And they live in Nashville as well. So, Interesting. I don't know. I actually would have preferred. And it sounds awful to say that because I love Caitlin Bristow, like, yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. And I love Jason. Yeah. But anyway. Hmm. So, okay. Jason and Caitlin were there. Then it was Tay Diggs. Mm-hmm.
1: I love who's Tate like eggs. the
0: sexiest man alive
1: oh my gosh what's smile. your favorite
0: eggs? what's your like favorite Tay Diggs like him in a show him in a movie
1: I mean how Stella got her groove back <laughs> 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 no I mean he's been around forever and like yeah he's like multi-talented loved that he was like married to Adina Menzel they have kids he's like written children's books um oh, I didn't know- yeah it's it's just like I think he he was like the perfect again like someone to judge these couples and like and in favor of Bree and Chris I think you know I I think he would have he just came probably came into it with like a connection with them um just because of his past relationship but and um, he's like
0: more soulful too. Like the yeah. way he's singing, he's very mm-hmm. soulful and mm-hmm. like, um, I could see him connecting. Yeah. Both Bree and Chris's style. Yeah. Yeah. And he's done a lot of musical theater too, obviously, mm-hmm.
2: you know,
1: yeah, rent and right.
0: wild party and wicked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, to me, I always think back to Brown sugar, that movie, mm. I think it's from the nineties. When mm-hmm. does Brown-, when was Brown sugar come out? Oh, it's such wow. a good movie. Uh, when did it go out? 2002. Okay, never mind. I was in high school. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's so sexy, though. Yeah, um, his
1: smile's just, like, can- will melt you.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he's, like, the first real celebrity judge. And mm-hmm. then Jewel. Jewel. Cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I was nice to see her. I haven't seen a lot of Jewel in years. Yeah. Uh, and she was so famous in, like, the 90s, 90s. Or- Two thousand was mm-hmm. it? Just, I don't know. Yeah. But like, yeah, very, very famous. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I was happy to see Jewel. Yeah. And then Rita Wilson, mm-hmm. and um, I'm glad Jamie at least knew that Rita was a singer because mm-hmm. I think other people I've heard people like what Rita Wilson? And I'm like, yes, like mm-hmm. I know you, Some people just think of her as Tom Hanks' wife, but yeah. like, she's a songwriter. She's a mm-hmm. singer. She's a songwriter. She has a beautiful voice. Mhm. Um. very yeah. like kind of folky as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to me, it made sense that they brought her this far into the game. Yeah. And also she's been married to her husband for 30 something years. Yeah. So like you want to, you want to judge to like judge on love and a connection. Mm-hmm. Like Rita. Well, they should have had Tom Hanks with her, like yeah. Rita and Tom Hanks. <laughs> I'd be like, well, uh, uh... I think everyone would
1: have been starstruck. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. And
0: Tom Hanks would be honest about like the acting connection versus like authentic connection. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but yeah. I wonder yeah, I think if they, they watch they... the show. Do you think they oh, watch you mean, Bachelor? Like, Bachelor? Yeah. Or she, do you think she watches it? I don't know. Sometimes I wonder she what celebrities actually watch it and which ones. Yeah. Like,
2: have.
0: I, I, she, I love her. She's very yeah. sweet. So I could see her watching the show. Like, mm-hmm. I could see her getting into the romance.
1: Mm hmm. Totally,
0: you know? yeah. Oh, she's just I, I loved her so. Yeah, it was a great panel. Um, yeah, and I thought a gr- again a great panel for the final couples. Like even if Rudy and Matt had been here, I think Jewel would have gravitated to Rudy probably. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think this was a great panel of judges. I'm glad there was like three judges separate of the Bachelor couple. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like we have four judges now. So if there's a tie, like. It's very clear. Yeah. But let's be honest, like before they even sang and a- definitely after they sang, I was like, uh, this is a clear winner. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, Bree and Chris, to mm-hmm. me, it's like no competition. Like yeah. clearly like the most polished, the best vocally, mm-hmm. um, the most in love the best like arrangers of songs, like Mm -hmm. even in just this one episode and they were great at arranging songs every
1: episode, but like, Mm -hmm. yeah, anyway. Yeah, I agree. It was. And I think that's why they added in the, the teaser, the suspense of like, Oh, are they going to make it? Like she says in one of the, in the trailer, like over and over again, like there's some, something's not Right. Or something like that. And you're like, what? Oh, no. bring it, Chris. So I, I, know. I feel like like, if it had just been like, oh, they show up, they they kill it and take on the prize, I think it would have been kind of a boring episode. Like we would have expected it. So I wasn't surprised after everything was done. Like, OK, I see why they did it that way. Um, because, yeah, right. as you're watching the two performances, you're like, duh. yeah I mean
0: to be fair Jamie and Trevor did still did a great job I think they improved a lot throughout the season Mm -hmm. and I give them the most improved couple Mm -hmm. like you know most valuable couple most improved Mm -hmm. Uh, and they both live in Nashville
1: right so no oh
0: no she lives in Nashville he lives in LA he lives in LA okay yeah we'll get to that in a second okay Um, but To me, their first songs had like a bluegrassy feel. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought the vocalist, uh, like the background vocalist and the string instrumentalist, were beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like I think they were all so lucky to have such like a full orchestra play behind them Uh that it just made the songs very rich Mm -hmm. and like a full like like a touring performance. You Mm -hmm. know, I was like like oh my god, this is really cool. You know, they Mm -hmm. have like four backup vocalists and they have like a full orchestra, like this is so expensive to put on, Yeah, you know, to have that many instrumentalists and Mm -hmm. vocalists. And, um, but so cool. And I think it just helped Jamie and Trevor. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought he sounded better than he ever has. Yeah. Um, she seemed, I know I hate saying this, but she seemed kind of like nasally and pitchy. Mm, mm,
1: A little bit. Did you hear that? A little bit of pitchiness. I mean, it wasn't like, so much that I was like cringing but it was yeah. it was just a little yeah I, I agree
0: yeah and that could be from vocal fatigue mm-hmm. could have just been from like not taking a I deep know. enough breath or yeah totally yeah who knows but um very normal singer things but mm-hmm. like it was noticeable enough that I was like okay she'd probably be like slightly hot and cold at this mm-hmm. point if she was touring." Yeah, because like to tour, you have to be like a hundred. Yeah. every night. Hmm. Um, and you have to have your voice like be a hundred. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I don't know. By the end of this, I was like, yeah, it's great. You know, mm-hmm. Rita Rolfman, loved their kiss.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't know. They got good feedback that they all lo- they looked adorable. Yeah. I liked that. J Diggs Doe said that Trevor leaned into her and like. Mm-hmm didn't really think that was a good thing mm-hmm. that they were like leaning upon each other yeah and i totally agreed it was almost like when one person's singing like when jamie's singing trevor's like your turn jamie and when he's singing she's like your turn trevor mm-hmm. and it's not like they're like standalone artists, right and that's how they've been the whole season and i would totally agree like you want to watch a performance and like feel like they can crush it like on their own. They don't need yeah. any help. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm always watching them. Like they need help. So mm-hmm. you know what? Yeah. It's so much better. This is over. I am mm-hmm. ready to see Jamie as a solo artist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'll just get to it. Spoiler alert. Here's what's happening. Where are they now with Jamie and Trevor? Yeah. They're not together. Mm. He did not move to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Despite him saying he was moving to Nashville because of Jamie. Right. <laughs> that hasn't happened. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, according to social media, like they like each other's posts, they seem cordial, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like, Oh, we're going to be making music together. Wait for the release. It's like, mm-hmm. Jamie has new music coming out, I think tomorrow.
2: Um,
0: so good for her. Yeah. Um, and she, you know, had some other songs like small bits of songs she's been putting on her Instagram page the last several weeks. So she's clearly like a solo artist Mm -hmm. and I have no idea why they didn't work out, but like it's just neither of them are really going into it. They're both acting like, Oh, we were there for each other during the show and Mm -hmm. you know, we're just not together, which to me is bogus. Either that means you were acting or like it was never as deep as you're saying it was, or she really liked Trevor and he said, sorry, I don't want to move to, L- to Nashville anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's always like one person like the other more yeah. or they were both faking it. Hmm. Yeah, could
1: so, yeah. be either. And they
0: both seemed, so this was <sighs> what really bothered me. I lived at Graham this last night, Um, this whole episode. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they were really like telling the judges, like, they were campaigning hard. Right. Like, yeah, like, this has been such a journey for us. They were like campaigning like, yeah, this has been such a journey. We've grown so much and we're there for each other. I was like, I don't care. Like, do not tell the audience your journey. So they feel bad for you or they are more sympathetic to like caring about your love story. Like we should care about your love story based on like what you showed us. Like do not campaign hard and tell us the story. Like Mm -hmm. it just, I don't know. It just felt very inauthentic to me. So like literally after that moment, I was like, I don't care about any of this feedback. I don't even care what happens the next five minutes. I just need Bree and Chris to win. Yeah. So an yeah. authentic couple actually wins. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just not fair, mm-hmm. you know, if so anyway. Yeah. But Bree and Chris, calm, um, confident, um, mm-hmm. saying so beautifully. Yeah. So strong. Like both of them. Yeah. Um, they're very in sync with how they breathe they're very in sync with like covering their choruses their verse they're just very in sync and Mm -hmm. they also like are solid and their melodies are solid and like commanding the stage Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah I thought this was like one of their best performances
1: oh yeah and I agree with all the judges like it felt so grounded and it didn't whereas like You know, some of the other couples and Jamie and Trevor, especially because they were back to back, but they just kind of wander around and they are just so grounded. They're like locked into each other. And, you know, when they move, it's with purpose. And I think that that's like powerful. It does. It like pulls you in. You could see the audience reactions and they're like singing along and swaying and they're just like in Um, And I felt the same way. I had, like, a huge grin on my face, like, both songs. Yeah, it was. You're so sweet.
0: Mm -hmm. I thought, hey, Diggs comments, I wasn't crying. You were crying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But I like that he also said, he's like, I would pay money to see you guys. Yes. Uh, and some of it, like, I thought C- Caitlin Bristol was like, okay, like, oh, really? <laughs> and when he said that, I was like, thank you, Lord, for saying that, because yeah. that is how I have felt all season. Like, mm-hmm. a few episodes back, we talked about this, like, okay, well, of any of these couples, mm-hmm. like, if they leave the show and they decide to, you know, produce and make music together, would we see them? Would we pay money? Mm-hmm. And, you know, in New York and probably in Philly, too, there's tons of venues where, like that are smaller, but are famous, mm-hmm. you know, I hate to say famous, but you know, yeah. smaller little like clubs on like bleaker street. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you can see a show for $10, maybe $20, like n- no more than $30, like the cover to get into place and see the show.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: I'm talking like real money. Like if they had like a real stage and it was like a hundred mm-hmm. or $200 for the tickets, like, mm-hmm. would you pay money to see these people perform mm-hmm. and I, I totally think I'd pay that money for Bree and Chris. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad Tay Dick said that because you know what, like with Jamie and Trevor, I feel like like I would pay 10 or $20 to see Jamie or Trevor play at Rockwood music hall, mm-hmm. but I would not spend a hundred bucks to go see Jamie and Trevor. I would spend a hundred dollars to go see um, Chris and Bree, however. So yeah. glad he said that. Also glad yeah. uh, Jason Tardik made the comment that, it is time for the world to see you too, because you have so much to give.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: I just think Jason like picks up on little things and he's so like heartfelt.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: just who he is. I love yeah. Jason.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that was just such a good comment that like, which to me, by the time he said that I was like, I, I hope it's clear to everyone that like they're the winners. Yeah. <laughs> if he's like saying that, like you have a lot to give, we need to like put you out there, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, they get to the, they put up both couples up on stage Mm -hmm. and, um, God, Chris looks so nervous. Mm -hmm. He was so nervous Mm -hmm. and they announced the winners are Chris and Brie. And, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I was so happy. Like, I, I, yeah, I just like yelled audibly yelled at the TV (laughs) for like a good, like 30 Mm -hmm. seconds. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah and they ran out and Mm -hmm. he like spun her around it was just like very they're so sweet so everything they do is so sweet like Mm -hmm. even to like they get on the tour bus they're singing and they sing the Elvis Presley song Mm -hmm. I just can't help falling in love with you
1: (laughs) yeah it was so yeah it was really cute they gave each other roses the final roses um yeah it was it was a great way to end it i i was expecting them to give a rose at some point so i was glad that it was like a private like intimate moment it was like you too yeah
0: yeah it didn't need to be on stage for everyone no you know that whole rose ceremony Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah so okay chris and brie won Mm -hmm. that means they are going to record together they were they were assigned a recording producer and in theory they should head out on tour well obviously mm-hmm. coronavirus happened so they're not on tour mm-hmm. I have no idea what the updates are with that but um, Chris and Bree created their own um, album number one so that's super excited and, mm-hmm. and literally already released it
2: mm-hmm. so
0: um, yeah so you can follow them on Chris and music.com they also have their own um, like Instagram for Chris and Brie music. Um, which is really cool. And so that's just Chris and Brie music. Mm -hmm. Literally. It's not even been a full day and they already have 10, almost 10,000 followers. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Mm -hmm. People care. Mm -hmm. Um, I still think Chris and Brie individually need a lot more love. So go follow them. Chris's Instagram. It's kind of hard to find, but it's telly T E L L E M Watson. W A T S O N. Um, I don't know why that's his handle, <laughs> mm-hmm. but his last name is Watson. So I guess there's that. And then Brie is a lot easier to find. She is Brie Staus, S T A U S S, S T A U S S. Yeah. Um, so yeah, please go give them love. Cause neither of them, it just like blows my mind. I'm like, they're so cool. Um, mm-hmm. I just like adore them. I adore their energy and everything yeah. about them. They're just so authentic. And, um, I really think they're like the next couple that bachelor nation like years down the road is going to look back and be like, wow. And they came from the bachelor. Like how crazy (laughs) is that? You Mm -hmm. know, like, Mm -hmm. so I'm, yeah, just overjoyed. Um, Yeah. Any more thoughts on them before I talk about more people? No,
1: I want to see more. Like I want a documentary of like them making their album. Like they showed, you know, a few clips of them recording together. And I'm like, I want to see more. That's such a great idea. idea. Like more like behind the scene footage. Yeah. Behind the scenes of them like writing and recording.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And can we say is this the first well, I guess Rachel Lindsay and Brian kind of are, but like it's really nice to see like an interracial couple. Yeah. I just Mm -hmm. wanna say that. Like it's Mm -hmm. it's like so refreshing that like one that just happened naturally, obviously. So it's Mm -hmm. like you can force these things. But Um, yeah, that the world gets to see this, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and like, these are like beautiful souls who's mm. felt connected and like, they're the heroes. And I, mm. you know, again, I watch like the ABC comets and so many people are like, Oh, I love Trevor and Jamie. I love Trevor and Jamie. And I'm like, of course you do. They're like the quintessential, like white couple that you would mm-hmm. see on TV. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I hate, Okay. I'm just going to go there for a second. Mm -hmm. Like, look, if you're white, we have white privilege and like, you're Mm -hmm. used to seeing like white people as pop singers or Mm -hmm. white people as country artists. Mm -hmm. And that is just what people have been used to from like their childhood into adulthood. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if they're like teenagers right now in 2020, or if they're 40 year olds right now in 2020, Mm -hmm. but I've seen so many comments like, Oh, I just love Trevor and Jamie, Trevor and Jamie. And I'm like, you love Trevor and Jamie because you're used to seeing a Trevor and a Jamie in your life. Mm-hmm. This is what you're used to. You like that Jamie is expressive. So that's totally fair if you like Jamie. Mm-hmm. But if you like them as a couple, you bought into editing, number mm-hmm. one. Yeah. The production made you like them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you bought into a fake love story. Mm-hmm. And you bought into white privilege.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and like what you're used to seeing, two pretty people get together. Mm-hmm. Trevor and Jamie are not the Rudy and Matts. Rudy and Matts are kind of like the outcast, not outcast, but like the the punk type yeah. couple, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and like Natasha and Ryan are like, she, you know, she's, you know, from New York, but like has a very ethnically diverse background and like mm-hmm. Latino and French and like they're kind of like the uncommon couple. Mm hmm. And then, like, Brie and Chris are the couple that, like, you're just not used to seeing on television every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, that's what the world needs to see, you know? And
1: I would have, like, loved to see this couple when I was a kid. Like, I had Mariah Carey and I had, I don't know who else. Mariah Carey was, like, pretty much it. (laughs) As far as, like, people that looked like me that... Have, like, parents like me. Um, It would have been so cool to see, like, a couple, like, madly in love that looked like my parents. Because this is how my parents' love story right. is. And um, they, you know, just have such a strong connection despite growing up very differently. They just have, like, a love and respect for people in general and fell in love. And, like, um, yeah, I would have loved to have seen this 20 years ago.
0: <laughs> totally. Totally. So. Yeah. So I'm just so hoping and praying that they make such an impact. I, I'm just going to say it like for God and for the kingdom and for just people everywhere, you mm-hmm. know, that like be yourself and be authentic and true to yourself and love who you love. And, mm-hmm. um, anyway, I just, I love them. I love them so much. So, yeah. so they're still together. They released an album. Go follow that Chris and Brie music, um, Instagram website, everything they have mm-hmm. everything already you know up and running
2: mm-hmm. um
0: and their download i believe it's like number nine already in itunes oh. so let's like get that up there yeah yeah isn't that cool yeah like in less than 24 hours so that's it. Bree and chris um trevor and jamie as i stated have broken up he is not in nashville surprise mm-hmm. surprise mm-hmm. um oh wait shoot they're number three right now oh my god <gasps> Shut the front door. Yes, they're literally behind Lover, Taylor Swift's Lover.
2: Oh,
0: the album. This is the album. Like to mm-hmm. buy the whole album, it's ten dollars. That's it on iTunes. So they're mm-hmm. number three on iTunes. Mm-hmm. That's freaking incredible. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so we have funny. to buy it. I have to buy it. Like as soon as we get off this phone call. I know. Um, I'm
1: gonna do it. Okay.
0: Right now. <laughs> Here's a few other updates. Julia Ray. Um, I've listened to a few of her interviews she's done. multiple times she's like, oh, like I regret being with Sheridan or not being with Sheridan, breaking up with Sheridan and getting with Brandon. And she said this in the interview and then it was published in an Us Weekly magazine as well, which she has like a swipe up link on her Instagram page. Um, Basically, she's like that she and Sheridan had an intimate connection from the very beginning, like musically and like personally, so like twofold. And, um, she just said, and I'm just going to say, it. she says, I think we could have gone all the way because of that. So she's like really claiming this, like she and Sheridan could have gone all the way because they had a romantic connection and because they were musically connected. And I do love Julia. And I like, I know, I don't think she means this arrogantly, but like, it just comes across kind of arrogant mm-hmm. to say that, like. Oh, we probably would have gone to like the semifinals, or we could have gone to the finals. Although she didn't say that, but to say like I think we could have gone on the way implies that. And I don't know. Like I, I don't know if that's true, Julie. I don't know if you would have beat out like um, obviously we had Matt and Rudy before these last two couples, and then we had Ryan and Natasha. And I don't, I don't think she would. She and Sheridan would have beat out them mm-hmm. personally. Um, but I don't know, and I just think it's like interesting that she's claiming that in all these interviews that like she just regrets it she regrets it like and I am excited to see if she and Sheridan rekindle anything or if they don't and like what becomes of that um yeah I really like Julia but I think it's fair that look you could she liked two guys she has stated that she thought this was like paradise hello we both said that Mm -hmm. thought she thought this was like paradise Mm -hmm. um and I just like she basically says that she felt she still had the connection with Sheridan, but she had to explore the thing with Brandon. And you know what? Like just, if I was her, I would just own like, you know what? I wanted to explore things with Brandon and you know, it it played out the way it was supposed to. And we'll see. And like, everything's, I don't know. I think it takes wisdom to come to that conclusion. Mm -hmm. And I think she's still like, Oh, what if, what if, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I just hope she does have peace by now. Here we at the finale mm-hmm. that she's like, this was not meant to be my time to shine. Like mm-hmm. I was not supposed to win this thing. Mm-hmm. This was for Bree and Chris. It was supposed to be a unanimous vote, Bree and Chris and said, so that's the way the cookie crumbles. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and even like, for example, I look back and like, I, I we both loved Ryan and Natasha mm-hmm. and the fact that they didn't go as far as we thought they should have you know what, like in a weird way, I think that was the way it was supposed to happen. Like Mm -hmm. she messed up. She felt horrible about it. She couldn't even believe she messed up, but like they got eliminated and you know, like everything happened the way it was supposed to. Mm -hmm. And I think you just have to like, in your careers, when these things like happen where you don't succeed and other people do like, just, you have to remember like, this was not the show for you or this Mm -hmm. was not your time to shine. And I just, I hope some of these artists come across with that mentality at the end of this. Mm-hmm. I can sense that from Matt and Rudy. I really sense a humility from them of like, they're fine. They're happy. Like this was not supposed to be their moment. Mm-hmm. And look, they were the closest to the winning point of anyone else, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So I just hope for people like Julia, um, you know, and some of the others, I just hope they like feel okay that this was just not their time. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Did anything surprise you there?
1: No, I was gonna say the exact same thing. Like it was supposed to happen this way. I mean, there's only one winner, so people had to leave, yeah. and they're all talented. Yeah. Ultimately, so, um, and I, th- I think that must be hard for Julia to kind of grasp too. Like, I think she's like wrapping up her talent level in with that, and not recognizing that like she's very talented. And the judges always said that and it's not, it didn't have, this isn't, wasn't a talent competition. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm, I hope that she can, goes on to have a great career and that she, um, has whatever her version of success is and feels like she did well, um, in her performance life. But I mean, she, she, wasn't going to win because she didn't have like a super strong connection with anyone. Um, Right. And like, I think that's okay.
0: It's okay to admit like this was not my forum. You know, this Mm -hmm. is why like I loved when Gabe backed out and he was like, okay, the only girl I have a connection with is Savannah. She doesn't want to be with me. Mm -hmm. It's my time to go. Yeah. And like, that's the respectful, he wasn't looking at it like, okay, this is a talent competition where I have to get ahead. And like, Mm -hmm. it's all about me Mm -hmm. and I need to get ahead. It's like, Oh, actually, this show we're on is about a love connection. And so, like, if I don't have that, that's just not fair. These other awesome artists, Mm -hmm. you know? And, like, here he is weeks later rallying behind all of them. And, like, Mm -hmm. I can tell he and Chris seem to be friends. And I just think that's really sweet. Like, that's what you... That's, that's the best way to be in this world is like rally behind people when mm-hmm. they're succeeding Yeah, and, um, rather than be jealous mm-hmm. and, um, you know, there's space there, there's always space, there's space for this podcast mm-hmm. and there's space for all the other bachelor podcasts. Cause we all mm-hmm. have a unique voice. So mm-hmm. yeah, anyway, um, I hope people who listen to this hear that and feel that and, uh, just know that there's space for you. Mm-hmm. So Um, but uh, here's the update. I, (laughs) I'm shocked by, okay. Okay. So remember Danny and Becca, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: the musical theater type couple, Mm -hmm. right? Like we, you and I are both like, oh my gosh, they're so classic musical theater, like Mm -hmm. very expressive over the top. Like Mm -hmm. we could totally imagine them being theater kids at our conservatory back in college. Right. Yeah. (laughs) They would have fit in just fine with the Shenandoah class. Mm Um, Okay, so we said before in a previous episode and, you know, time will tell, but uh, I like we both thought that Danny was gay. Right. Mm -hmm. And like Mm -hmm. I just had this like guttural instinct of like, you know, here she is sitting in the hot tub and like production has set up this romantic date for Becca and Danny to like get to know each other better and be romantic. And like she could not bring herself to kiss him. Mm-hmm. And you and I are both, like, baffled by this. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: wait, why can't she kiss him? And then he, fast forward on stage, she's, like, in front of a panel of judges, like, just fake it, right? Like, now's the time mm-hmm. to fake it. And she still couldn't, like, she could peck him, but she wasn't, like, willing to, like, kiss him after the performance. Mm-hmm. Like, he went in for a kiss twice. And she's like, mm, you can mm-hmm. have my cheek. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, dude, like, that was the clincher. Like, if she won't let him kiss her, then, like, this is not going to work out, right? Mm-hmm. So, right, like they got off the show that week and even though they're both super talented and mm-hmm. I thought they were great. Um, and we both were like, well, you know what? He's probably gay. And she probably sensed that because according to a lot of her photos, I think she's a lot of gay guy friends. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally normal. If you're a musical theater girl, most of your guy friends will be gay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It just is what it is. So fast forward, I went to her page because I was, oh, what's Becca up to? And I see this, a picture of her on this grassy lawn having a picnic. just going to read you the caption. So this may come out of nowhere to some of you. Mind you, this is from Becca. Mm -hmm. But I've fallen in love, and it's about time I share it with the world. There's been nothing in my life that has been more God-ordained than this relationship. I met her about a week after we finished filming for Listen to Your Heart. And it took him about a month to realize we were each other's people. Mm -hmm. Um, She is absolutely an angel on earth and shows me every day how to be a better person. Everything I have prayed for for years is all bundled up in this beautiful human. I am the happiest I've ever been in my life. And I'm so excited to show everyone how wonderful she is.
1: Aww. So she's a lesbian. Yeah. I mean, she could be any. She could be bisexual. Any version of, Yeah. Um, but, but, well, that's I had no sweet. idea. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have any idea either.
0: Yeah. And now I'm like, Oh my God, this makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they talked about it and Danny was like, I'm gay. And she's like, I like women. And they're like, okay, well, I like you a lot as a person. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, we should couple up. We can do
1: this. We can, we're both that we're, we're good at acting. Actors. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I'm just like, yeah, I know. Is I'm just su- like... It is sweet that she found love, it sounds like.
0: Yeah, totally. And I wonder, like, how she met this person so soon after. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. had she been in a female-female relationship before? Or was this a first... Is this a first for her? And, mm-hmm. like, maybe she just felt more connected because she's just been in this environment where people are falling in love. Mm. Um. Yeah. I just like have so many questions, you know, Mm -hmm. and obviously I'm, I'm happy for her. I just like, I don't know. I hate to say like, I never would have pinned her as like, maybe she's bisexual, but like, if Mm -hmm. anything, I was like, Oh no, her partner's gay. (laughs) But now I'm like, I am so wrong. Like Mm -hmm. she might be gay. Make sure she's bisexual. So Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know what she is. I don't even know what label she would say she is, so I don't right. want to put a label on her. But, right. um, oh my gosh, yeah,
1: yeah. are you shocked? I am. I mean, yeah, didn't know that's the way it was going <laughs> when you started the story. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah this 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 show combines so many so many things where it's kind of hard to get the strategy behind it because we're very used to seeing the bachelor shows and we're very used to seeing talent competitions and you know this format has been something to kind of get used to and I'm glad that we've been able to talk through it every week like what is their strategy behind this are people trying to just like fake it till they make it so that they can have the career tour that they wanted um or are people actually wanting to find someone that they're in love with? And they just happen to both be singers. Like, what is it, you know, like how, but I think
0: you're right. But I think the one common denominator that's different than all the last several seasons of the bachelor or bachelorette or spinoff shows is that we are getting people who are not intertwined in bachelor nation. And therefore they're like, they are authentically themselves. Mm There are like much more real. Mm -hmm. I mean, minus a few people who I thought were disingenuous, yeah. Um, but predominantly like you're getting people who are just like, yeah, I'm here to make music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm here to like be real and make connections or, and whereas with the bachelor, I feel like you're going in and the people are guising themselves as they're not after fame, but like
2: mm-hmm. they
0: all get off the show and they're selling things on Instagram. So like either it fell into their lap and they'd be, or, you know, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. where there's more blurry lines now mm-hmm. in the last five years, let's say, or mm-hmm. six or seven years
2: mm-hmm.
0: versus like this show. It's like, oh, no, these people came with like no followers. and mm-hmm. <laughs> They really just wanted to create music. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I don't think they were like so attuned to like Bachelor World. Right.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. So it just felt like a more it felt like reality. Mm-hmm. You know, we watch reality TV. This felt like real reality TV. Yeah. Um, and for that. Heck, let's keep it going. I know. Like, I, think I want we need to keep the show going. Season. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, I want to know a few other people have released music. So, Julia Ray has music out there. Brandon Mills, uh, who kind of turned out to be the villain, a lot of people didn't like him, but he has music that came out recently. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabe also has a song that came out, I believe, two Fridays ago called Butterflies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of these people are, dr- oh, and Danny, I know he's going to drop music this week. Mm-hmm. So Danny Padilla. Padilla. So it, I'm just so encouraged by all this, you know, mm-hmm. like I think they're all trying to either they use the platform to drop music or maybe it's just giving them more courage to put their music out there. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really awesome to see, you know, how these people are excelling after the show.
1: Yeah. Mm. um
0: so yeah i guess that's it for listen to your heart season mm. one um god we have so much more to follow i know ryan and natasha are probably going to release music this week and rudy and matt so there will be more to update next week uh um, we we'll me just give bachelor nation news but i wanted to get this to you guys as soon as possible so you uh could know what happened in the finale if you did not watch. And if you did watch, uh, you know, just think about the show and the production, um, and the vocalist through a different lens. On the wings of love is hosted by me, Maryly green, produced by Chelsea Dick Smith with music by purple planet. Thanks so much for listening to on the wings of love. You can find us on apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts on the wings of love a bachelor's podcast you can also find us on instagram at on the wings of love podcast please comment rate and subscribe we would love to have your reviews and i'll see you guys next time